Welcome to the Holiday in Style podcast. I'm Katrina, founder of Studio Haven, mum of three boys, and I am obsessed with holidays. Join me as I chat to the owners of the beautiful holiday homes of Australia and share in their success and learn how you can elevate your own holiday home through interiors, as well as hear about your next wish list travel destination. So if you enjoy gorgeous getaways, you love interiors, own a holiday home, or you want to own one, then the Holiday in Style podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the show. This is episode number three, and this is my first interview. I'm actually joined today by Sharina Peck, or Shares as her friends call her, who owns and is the host of Farmhouse on Oxley on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. This farmhouse is a gorgeous, sprawling farm-style home built about six years ago on 57 acres of farmland and overlooks a beautiful river. The farmhouse was built with as much recycled and repurposed materials as they could, which is why it is so charming and has such a homely feel that you don't always get when you're building a new home. It's just a short drive from local secluded beaches and national parks, which makes it the perfect place to turn moments into memories. Shez is a mum to four children and a nan to their fun-loving kids and is a bit of a foodie and loves trying new cuisines. She loves to travel and explore new places and experience new things with those most important to her. Her life motto is to treat others how you would like to be treated and that there really is nothing like the feeling of being kind. And she believes this is why she's been able to provide such a successful holiday stay for couples, families and friends to enjoy. I'm so looking forward to hearing all about her gorgeous property and just want to say up front, I apologize for the sound quality of this interview. I promise it will be better next week. Let's get started. So welcome, Shez. Thank you so much for having me, Katrina. I'm That's very okay. I'm, I'm so excited to, to chat with you and this is my first interview, so we've, we've just had a few little technical issues getting started, but hopefully um, everything else will work, <laughs> work according to plan. So let's dive straight in, and I'd really love it if you could just introduce yourself, like just if you could tell us a little bit about you and who you are and what it is that you do when you're not running your holiday home. Sure. Um, As you mentioned, I'm a mum of four children and at this stage have four grandchildren, but I'm sure that will increase as time goes on. And yeah, it is very exciting. And that is probably my biggest passion is making sure that um, I'm the best mum and nan that I can possibly be. So um, when kids come to the farmhouse, that's especially my little forte. I love wrapping presents like there is if they're my own grandchildren, which I suppose is a bit weird. It's not. It's Um, gorgeous. Yeah. uh, Outside of that, I also help with the construction business that we run, and that involves helping helping clients to make choices and selections for their homes. So um, that's, I suppose, where the interior side of things come from. And, of course, looking after the farmhouse and all the guest needs keeps me pretty busy. Oh, that's great. It's um, it's such a beautiful farmhouse and I really urge everybody to go and have a look at all of your beautiful images on Instagram and on your website. And 
I'm really curious, why did you decide to build a farmhouse on Oxley? So where um, did it all start? Yeah, where did it all come? It was one of those, I don't know if anyone can relate to this. It was one of those weird late night searches on realestate.com.au where you <laughs> I can <laughs> criteria and the, the keyword was river. And I had a price range. I didn't want to go over 500,000, all these other things. And then probably page 35 <laughs> came a place called Oxley Island. And so we went for a road trip, fell in love, sold our place um, on the south coast and decided to build there and start a whole new life on the mid-north coast. But in terms of now that it's a, um, a holiday property, my um, husband needed a break from working in the building industry and um, I started thinking of ways of trying to make an income still for the family. And at the farmhouse, we have had the best times ever as in a family, an extended family, and I thought, I wonder if other families would like to come and um have that opportunity, yeah, to experience what we do when all the kids and all the grandkids and all of, you know, everybody comes. And that's honestly where the idea of it becoming a holiday property started. Mm. So you lived on the property, that you, that was your Correct. home, you lived there and then you yeah, yep. moved on? Yeah. Yep. I actually yeah. was just renting at the moment, trying yep. to see, you know, how um, how it was just more or less how a trial work. to see how it's all going and I'm, I'm very shocked at the success, to be honest. Yeah, that's it's it's so it's it's such a great way to, I think, to create an income, and it's something that, as you said, you can you can do yourself and you can manage it and run it as a business. So, I think it's just such a really great way for, especially for us as women, to create an income and some financial kind of independence. Yeah, true. Oh, that's yeah, great. True. Yeah. So I just love the charm and character of your home. So I'd love it if are you if you can tell us um, your process through the interiors and if if you have any interior design or styling um, experience or if you've studied or if it's just something that you've got a really great eye for. So yeah, what your process was in doing the interiors of the farmhouse. Oh, thank you for your compliment. I wish I did have some sort of, um, what do you call, qualification. Um, the process, not really, just always reminding myself that um, I'd look at a piece and think, is it useful and do I absolutely admire it and adore it? I do have a bit of a philosophy of quality over quantity. Um, I would also, um, you may find this quite interesting, that some of my ideas come to me as I'm just drifting off and I'd have to quickly make notes on my phone. Otherwise, the morning would come and I was like, what was that awesome idea that I, I had? Oh, you're getting um, those, those spiritual yeah, what, downloads. Yeah, I don't know what you'd call that. Um, yeah. But I'll give you an example. The kid's bunk room. I don't know if you've seen a picture of that where yes. I put two bunks like, together. Yes. And then I've done the vinyl writing of Farmhouse on Oxy. That came to me literally as I was drifting off. I was like, quick, write this down. Um, that is so cool. I love that. Yeah, I don't know. It's a bit weird, I suppose. And it's also it's a it's a very obviously it's a very intuitive thing with you because, um, you know, as you said, you haven't got training, and a lot of interior stylists and designers have got just got that great eye, and you need to have that as well as you know being able to understand all the other sort of parts and moving parts of it. But uh, like, you, I just think that the way that you have designed and styled it is. Um, it's just it's just so warm and inviting and I know that that's like I can tell by your personality that's who you are and I think that's really come through in, in your you. interiors I really do 
Oh, that's very kind of you. I will pass on a gem that I got from a rule that Simone Matthews, I don't know if you've heard of her yes. in the design. Yes. Okay. Yes. So Simone, I've never met her in person. She was yep. due to stay at the farmhouse and then got COVID and we haven't been able to reschedule. Um, and if she happens to ever hear this um, podcast, I owe a lot to her. Um, so her soul home um, uh, package that she talks about, she talks about the 70-20-10 rule. I don't know if anyone else is familiar with this. Um, 70% of one look, 20 another and 10 sort of to finish it off. And I live by that. So when you talk about my decorating at the farmhouse, I would say it's 70% farmhouse, 20% industrial and 10% vintage rustic. So that way, that way, whatever I was thinking about buying or putting in place, I was like, okay, where does it fit into my 70-20-10 rule? And that was just made, that made the whole decision process so much it. easier. It does. It keeps you on track, doesn't it? It That's stops it. you from That's buying it. those impulse, those impulse buys and yeah. Yep. And they never work out. You take them home and I guarantee every single time they just, you look at it and you just, oh, well, for me, I just can't stand it. I was like, oh, why did I do that? So um, that would be my biggest tip for anyone thinking design-wise. Uh, another tip for especially holiday properties is the hosting masterclass. Oh, yes. I did that. Um, I did that class via Zoom and I actually got to meet Sarah Andrews and she is so lovely. Her knowledge and expertise in running an Airbnb is phenomenal. Next level, yeah. Um, yeah, next level. And, again, her interior, she gave me the confidence, really the confidence to be like don't because I thought I needed to sort of fit into what, what, what trends were today and I was like, oh, my goodness, no one's going to really like my house because it's not on trend and it's not got the coastal pendants and, you know, all that sort of stuff. I, I've definitely overthought it. And she really gave me the confidence to, like, let your home have its own personality and trust that you'll reflect that and it'll be sort of it'll all work, all work out in a nutshell. And I was like, okay, okay, all right, yeah. I trust you. And so you can, you can see that come through in your home. And and I, I know that she teaches a lot about uh telling a story through your interiors yes, yes. and you and yes. you definitely have done that in the farmhouse I I actually had um made a note of asking you about those bunk beds and that um you know just that the well I just I just love them they're so cool and as you said they're not what everybody else is doing they're just that little bit different and it works for for your your um holiday home but also the other little pieces in the room, like the little desk that you have, like yes, that came so to me again cool. in the sleep. Yeah, I was like, I have to have this room. Is like I have to have it. I think the puppet. I'm a bit scared. The puppet scares kids because it's a puppet <laughs> on the wall. Pinocchio. Yeah. He's a vintage, like a real vintage puppet. And I was like, sometimes I think, oh, if, I'll test it out with my grandkids and see if that's some nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had any feedback about that yet. <laughs> No, it's it's just beautiful, and the um so so like I was also going to comment on the vanities. So with all of that, like the 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 desk and the vanities and the the baths on the deck and all of those things, were they part of? Did you find those in antique stores, or are, are there? Is it a bit of a mix of um, new and old and? Yeah, recycled? I think yeah. um. I'll- it's again, I probably, I don't know if anyone else can relate to this. When I look at an item, I don't necessarily think that I look at it for the item that it's sold as. Like, so those bards are actually feeding troughs. And okay. I was like, I the bards. And I just, um, I, and um, I've got something hanging above my dining table and it's an old petrol, um, uh, what do you call that? Petrol, where you put your petrol into a caravan, a petrol can or something. 
and, and I use that to put flowers in. Like I don't, um, I don't think conventionally when I look at an item that I think necessarily has to be it what it says. It has to be what it is, yeah. 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 Like I've seen um, other people use chest of drawers for vanities and I love that sort of thing just, yeah, coming up with different ideas. I don't look, at, yeah, I don't look at so- something and think, oh, yeah, well, just because it's sold as this, I have to use it as this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, there's something about every single room in the property that I could talk about, but I'm going to let everybody go and check that out themselves. And, like, it's, yeah, I'm definitely coming to stay just so that I can just look at everything. (laughs) Yeah. You have to have drinks when you come to stay. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I'm always (laughs) up for a drink. Um, (laughs) So... As far as all of those sort of interiors pieces that you put in there, what would you say was the best investment or something that's a real game changer? You, you might get great feedback about it or it's just something that has been, you know, the best thing that you did. I can answer that so easily. My game changer and the hero of the whole house are the recycled beams in the pavilion. At the time, um, the cost of those beams, I could have put a pool in. I had the choice of like, do I do pool or do I do these beams? And um, I got shown what laminated beams like and I just couldn't deal with it. I was like, no, I have to have those gorgeous beams. And they're from an old wharf in Sydney. And I'm sure if they could tell stories, they would tell amazing stories. Um, But without them, I don't think my pavilion would ever look the same. As they were getting craned in on the day, I was like, oh, I got so excited. They're just like, they're doing that. Um, there's so, nothing yes, like there's nothing like I just have this thing about really raw, you know, timbers and with all the holes and the, the yes. divots out of it. it. There's just nothing better. Yeah. yeah. And have and you seen my light in my pavilion? That's probably I know you've only asked me for one, but that would be my other thing. I was searching industrial lighting and I had like a search on eBay and I was convincing myself that I was going to do something different. And I found these, would you believe, four of them for sale in Perth. I needed four, found four of them, um, and they were from a ship. And the globes, the globes were bigger than the size of a large man's head. Like they were massive. And my electrician said, if I wire these up, I'm going to blow ox the island. I was like, oh, no, don't do that. (laughs) So um, I got them obviously rewired. But when they came, I was, again, it was like so excited. I was like, yeah, I was like, this is all just coming together. But, yeah, you have to, I think, patience. If you've got the time when it comes to interiors and, you know, searching for things because we built it. Yeah, research and time. I was every night, kids to bed, back on eBay and Gumtree and all that, and, yeah, off I went. Obviously, you obviously love it. I can tell that you love it, yeah. I do, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, So what would you say is unique about your holiday property? Like what sort of experiences? I know you just mentioned before that you, when there's children coming, you wrap little gifts and, like, that is just so beautiful. So little, you know, things that you do that might be different to what other holiday homes do. Um, I thought about that when um, we were talking and I said I thought that um, what's unique about probably in the farmhouse, when you sit in that lounge room area and you overlook the river, you can't see a single house. So you're very private um, and I also feel like sitting on the pontoon and like having your morning coffee is, is yeah, really special because you can just watch the comings and goings and there have been guests that have told me they've seen dolphins swim by, so I haven't oh, had that wow. privilege myself. I know. I was like I was going to try and set up a little thing to try and come on, come every day, you know, do that sort of thing. I haven't worked out, I haven't researched enough of that. Um, but in terms of amenities, like having the canoes, We've had um, my bride that was last weekend, she got in the canoe with her husband 
and they did like this romantic video. It was breathtaking. And the rowboat, if you want to, you know, fill out your notebook moment, that was that's always popular. And of course, the double baths slash feeding troughs um, for night gazing. That's um, certainly something that even kids, and they're hot water, are they? Yeah, hot water. So there's a shower there. So um, parents tell me that that's where they chuck the kids. You know, like off you go, grab a bath and a shower, and they sort of do that before um, they come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think also what's what's um, special is that I offer large groups still privacy. So they've got a special, the loft and the me time space are separate from the main house. So if someone wants to get away and have a little bit of privacy, say from little kids that wake up early, the grandparents can go stay over there and have, have their own space. Oh, that's great. What a good idea. Yeah, you that's obviously thought about all this when you're building because you know, <laughs> I don't, know. don't know about that worked out, it's worked out great it's worked out really great um so what I want to ask you is has how has owning and hosting a holiday property impacted or changed your life for the for the positive or the negative like has it has it changed your life in any way um, I'm certainly a lot busier personally, um, but I don't mind that because I love I love to be busy and I love hard work. Uh, I've sort of lost track of how many beds I've made. Um, but honestly, um, the sometimes I do get to meet the guests. I do leave a lockbox and they can, you know, um, absolutely have their privacy. But on the odd occasion, a guest uh, may be, you know, still late for their checkout or whatever, and I'll just say, look, I'm so sorry I've got to come. And the times that I've come and met them, I actually have FOMO. I was just like, oh, my gosh, you guys said you had the best time. I felt like I could have stayed <laughs> and had fun. Um, now that I allow weddings, I think that to me is a privilege, the fact that couples get to make um, and start their new married life together on the farmhouse it makes me feel very privileged about that. And, yes, I do get little videos sometimes from kitties that send me a video and they're like, we love you or thank you for our present. And I'll watch that probably about 10 times and then might shed a tear. I'm just so excited about it. Yeah, uh-huh. That's great. I think but, that's what makes your your makes the whole thing special is because you can see that it's something that you really love and that comes across in the way that you've styled the home but also the service and the the customer service that you're offering to people as well. Yeah, I do. That is that's that's all that's all the pluses. I suppose um the negatives are when um I always try and meet the guest expectations, but everybody's expectations are different in this world and I'm trying to not take that personally. Um I'm very upfront or I pride myself on being upfront and honest about what I have to offer, but um still I guess some people have higher expectations sometimes it doesn't happen always but when it does and they give you some feedback it's hard not to take that personally I could imagine yeah yeah and I did have a um a big group that lied to me and had a big party there and wrecked my tv and did a whole lot of damage in the wall that broke my heart and um I've since put a thing on my Airbnb this is not a party house (laughs) do not book if you want to have a big party yes I get have fun but don't trash my place (laughs) yeah yeah you do hear a lot of horror stories but I mean for the most part people seem to find the experience really positive so yeah that is I would say definitely for the most part I'm very I'm one of the yes I'm one of the fortunate ones I do believe that there is a um uh, what do you call a little niche to do a coffee table book on on hosting nightmares or Airbnb yeah. nightmares? Yeah, you're right. There you go. There's another treasure. little business for you. <laughs> there you go. Oh, no, businesses, I can talk about that. There actually has been a few businesses that have started from my farmhouse, so that's really exciting. Oh, what sort of businesses? 
Uh, my son-in-law has taken up mobile bartending and offers cocktails for events and that's very cool wedding on the um weekend called tipsy tales bartending and it was phenomenal yes yeah it's so good yeah i love it because just there's so much you can do isn't there They're like yes you know picnics yep. and you know there's just so much you can offer if, if you if you have the time and you and you want to do it Mm. Yeah, and people love to bunker in. They just come. I've actually seen it where the car hasn't moved. They've come there and they've. I was like, oh, my gosh, am I going to find them dead or something? <laughs> they haven't moved the whole time. And I was just like, why would you do that? But that must be what they wanted. Yeah, you've got the fireplace too, so it's kind of, yeah, just bunkering down. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Other times not, but, yeah, that's generally what they do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what advice would you give someone who wants to elevate their own holiday property but isn't sure if the investment's worth it? So I really want to educate people that if they make an investment into the interiors and the way that their property feels and the way that they can market it, that that investment return will come back to them. Mm, Interesting. I feel like um, people in general should invest in their space for themselves anyway because Living in a um, a nice space is so good for the soul and the mind. I'm a true believer in that to begin with. So don't just do it for that. Do it because you deserve it. We all work hard and why not surround ourselves with things that we love? That would be my first tip. I love that. Um, in terms of, um, I think, educating themselves before they even look at it. So like I mentioned before, perhaps having a look at Simone's course or the hosting masterclass because um, had I not done both of those, uh, entered both of those courses, I would have done things completely differently and I'd say I would have headed for a bit of a disaster. Yeah. Don't don't go into it without doing research and and learn from people that are doing it. There's heaps of, um, you know, information out there for people and it seems to be a really nice community. I haven't come across any nasty hosts. (laughs) They've all been willing to share and And by all means. Yeah, reach out to me. I'm happy to be really honest and truthful about what, you know, what it's all about and I'm happy to speed to slip into my DMs and I'll chat with you as much as you like. <laughs> no, that's nice. I've actually, um, I've done a course, I have a course called Create Your Coastal Haven and I actually have members in there that yeah. I teach how to, to do the styling and I am thinking about doing uh, one for holiday homeowners that's just specific to in the interiors. So, yeah, that's oh, that would be so. Um, that be, that's so needed because I had someone reach out to me and ask me, could I come and style their home? And they're oh, where did they live? Somewhere way, way up north. And I one don't have the time, but I was thinking, I wonder if there's something out there where someone offers that service because some people don't know where to start and they want to do a holiday home, but they know they need to, you know, make it look a certain. It's overwhelming. Standard. Yes, overwhelming. Definitely. Yes. Oh, well, um, I have some really quick questions to throw at you um, just okay. before we finish up. So what is your favourite spot in the property? Oh, I'd say sitting on the lounge in front of the fireplace. Nice. What is the best part of being a holiday home host? Getting those little videos from the kids. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that nice. doesn't sound too lame. That was just the first thing that I <laughs> no, thought of. No, that's so cute. Um, would you do it all over again? Yes. Yes. There you go. That's Absolutely. cool. Absolutely. Yes. 100%. I'm I'm so it's been so nice to talk to you and I know that our listeners are going to feel very inspired uh listening to you but also when they go and have a look at all your beautiful styling. 
So where can they find you if they want to check out Farmhouse on Oxley? Uh, well, I'm on uh, Instagram, Farmhouse on Oxley. I've also got a website, farmhouseonoxley.com.au. I'm also on Facebook and um, apparently I'm going to be on Twitter soon. My, oh. my Instagram <laughs> is going to help me do that. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, that's awesome. So I'll also link all of those. Um, I'll link those in the show notes. So if anybody wants to find you, they can just go to the show notes to the link. And you mentioned to me that you've created a way for couples to use the space as well, even though your home is mainly catering to large groups. So do you want to tell us about that? Sure. So um, for anyone out there that's got a large property, uh, they might feel what that might come across what I've come across, which is generally speaking, my home gets booked out on weekends and school holidays with large groups. But midweek to generate um, some more bookings, I've opened up just as just a small cottage on the property. It's called, I labelled it the me time space, and it's just a one-bedroom um, space that they can book and it's very affordable. I think it's 260 a night, but you do get to have your own privacy. I don't, I block out the main house so no one stays there. And I thought it'd be perfect for honeymooners and couples and um, someone that wants to experience the farmhouse, but you know, doesn't want to go with a large group and just wants, and they just want to go there with their special one and enjoy. Well, I was themselves. actually thinking, I when I when you mentioned that, I thought I might actually just sneak up there and stay there on my own. <laughs> you most definitely are welcome but, to. So also for mums who want to break from their kids. <laughs> yes, it's still that'd be awesome because you've the got the, you know yep. you've got the river, you've got the yeah. It's just it, it's such a serene place to be. So come and escape. Oh, Come and escape. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for sharing Farmhouse and Oxley with us all. And I'm, yeah, thank you. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I feel very, very privileged. Thank you, Katrina. Oh, that's, that's a pleasure. So I'll be back next week chatting about creating your interior's vision for your holiday home. And this is so that I can help you stop feeling so overwhelmed with where to start, which is what we were just talking about. So make sure you tune into that one and I'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening in with me today. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I would love it if you could share with your friends and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you're ready to transform your holiday property into a must-stay holiday destination, you can head to the link in my show notes or send me a DM over on Instagram at studiohaven underscore au and I will send you my top 10 tips to transform your holiday home from drab to fab. Let's work together to transform your holiday home into a must-stay destination. Mm-hmm.